Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. TDs will today debate a proposed ban on electricity and gas disconnections this winter. Now, Sinn Féin will call for them to be outlawed between September and April. They want the government to prevent energy companies from turning off people's supplies due to non-payment of bills. Now, the Sinn Féin TD, Rita Cronin, says it's essential due to the spiralling cost of energy. She said that uh, um, she said uh, knew, uh, she said she knew a man who was cut off for two years. I dealt with the ESB and got his electricity back. There is a plan for him to pay off his bill. I was out canvassing recently and called in on him. Uh, he has the heat on and the power on now. Just the difference it made giving people back their dignity. And the Sinn Féin spokesperson on climate action, communications and transport, Darren O'Rourke TD, says he hopes the government will support a Sinn Féin bill which aims to curtail electricity and gas disconnections for households struggling with energy bills. People are really struggling, he said, to meet the energy bills now and there's no doubt about that because they have gone up quite substantially and this will worsen during the coming winter. The government needs to prepare now, the government is not doing enough to combat energy poverty and the latest strategy to combat energy poverty lapsed three years ago. Light and heat are not a luxury and people are facing financial difficulty meeting their energy bills, need support and assistance from the government, not the threat of being left in the cold and the dark. He said other European countries such as Netherlands, Finland and Belgium have similar winter disconnection bans and we believe this bill will provide the Minister with additional and necessary powers to protect households. Earlier this week, of course, Russia suspended gas supplies to Poland and Bulgaria in a row over how payments should be made and that move threatens to keep gas prices even higher in this country as the world's general supply feels the squeeze. Now currently in Ireland the average electricity or annual electricity bill for a customer on standard tariff is estimated as 1,902 grand a year while a gas customer on standard tariff will pay about 1,728. So I want to know today would you be in favour of a disconnection bill? In other words that you, would, you wouldn't be cut off for not paying your bills. Let me know what you think. The number is 087 or do you think that might be abused? Because things do like that do get abused. It happened with mortgages in this company when Judge Elizabeth Dunn made it difficult for banks to repossess homes back in 2012. And now we have a situation where people don't pay their mortgages and sadly don't get booted out of their houses because, of course, uh, there's a reluctance to do that uh, because of that particular ruling on that occasion. Let me go to Carl Dieter, who's a financial analyst. And I want to get your opinion on 087 Should people be cut off if they don't pay their bills? Uh, Carl, should they be cut off? Of course they should. That's what not paying your bill gets you. And I would just add, by the way, saying that, oh, they did this in Finland isn't an automatic justification to say we should do the same here. A, in Finland, it gets to minus 40 degrees. You're not talking about similar scenarios. Well, it does get quite cold in in November, December, January. Okay, fine. Well, then make sure that you pay your bill. The other thing is that in Finland, they'll actually take money out of your social welfare to make sure you pay. So it's not like here where you've got to bring someone to court and then it falls into a black hole and eventually, like we had this with TV licenses where people were being threatened with jail and suddenly everyone's like, no, this is wrong and effectively the person gets away scot-free. So if you want to have a Finnish society, we have to do the the, the bits that we don't like about Finland. You can't have kind of Nordic outputs with, you know, Irish inputs. That has never worked. And that's why when every time people talk about some other country, Usually it's a crap example, and this is yet another example of doing that badly. 
Well, we've seen over the last year and a half that electricity bills and gas bills have spiralled. Uh, an average of an extra €500 Euro per year at the moment and still continuing to rise. They will rise again, for example. Oil prices go back up again on Sunday with carbon tax. So people are paying a lot of money and they really can't afford it. So are we going to see a situation in September when the, the weather starts to cool down again? I mean, the summer isn't too bad, obviously, because people don't use it too much. But certainly when it comes into the winter where people just can't afford their bills, end up being cut off, and then you have older people particularly who are quite vulnerable sitting in a cold house with no electricity. Look, I mean, I'm not there to say that we shouldn't have social support. We should. If you're that vulnerable that, you, you know, you're sitting in the cold on your own, starving, you know, obviously that's where social welfare is meant to be kicking in. That, that, that's not the same as saying that if you can't or won't pay your bill that you can't get cut off. That's moronic. And people say, and of course it'll be abused. And the, the usual rally cry is, oh, it won't, it won't, because look at the way they do it in Sweden or something. Again, Sweden culturally a very different place, and they'll take money out of your social welfare to make you pay eventually. We don't have that. What will happen is that it will get abused, the same as you mentioned with mortgages, and everyone else ultimately ends up paying for it so that those who, who do pay will pay even more to support those who don't because there's no other way for the, the companies in this space to, to operate in the manner in which they're meant to and protect the jobs of people who work in the energy companies and everything else. You know, every time the price of something changes, it isn't a requirement for those who wake up early in the morning to have their tax money thrown at it. It just isn't. Like, that's, that is not what drives people. But you could argue, say, I mean, you use the analogy of the television license, right? Look, you know, you can go to jail for not paying your television license. It's quite rare, by the way. Somebody will get plenty of warnings and be brought to court and demanded to pay them. They actually don't go to pay. You don't go to jail for not paying a television license in this country. You go to jail for contempt of court. In other words, a judge orders you to pay it at last, as a last resort and you refuse to do that and then you go to jail. But, but in saying that, a television license, you could argue, is not a necessity. Uh, when I say a television is not a necessity to watch well, TV. Te- te- television license is, is, is kind of a, a ridiculous thing at the root of it. People say, oh, well, you need it for but public broadcast. But I couldn't broadcast. agree with you more, yeah. I couldn't agree but, with you more. But look, if, we, if you say we agree with public broadcast, we need to agree on what pro- public broadcast constitutes. And to me, it constitutes only public news, national news, and culture items. Everything else after that which the license probably two-thirds of it goes towards, is not public service. It's simply channels, which shows on the same as, you know, private stations do. So, like, the TV license opens up a whole different kind of worms. Okay, but the point point I'm making is television is not necessary to survive. You can live without television. You can't live, well, unfortunately, the world we live in now, well, I suppose you could to some degree live without light and heat. You know, Niall, like... Just so that we don't completely lose the run of ourselves, you do know that most houses in this country didn't have central heating until the mid 1980s. Well, I remember it well. I remember my mother and father getting central. We had a super sir. Yeah, so I mean, point. no, but I'm just saying, like, like I, 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 we're not we're not in some kind of weird time warp where suddenly we're saying that everything is is absolutely mandatory and you die if you don't have all the gas you want, even though you don't pay for it. Like that's not that's not a, a realistic argument. You've got you're going to have to do better on the side of saying this is a good idea. Well, no, what I'm saying to you is, I mean, we did have a time, and yes, you are right. I can remember going to school early in the morning in primary school, and my mother had a super star because we didn't have central heating. Uh, we lived in a corporation house. It was only in the kind of early 80s we got central, or late 70s probably, we got central heating into the house. I remember them installed in the pipes and everything all over the place. But anyway, 
the argument is we still had to have some form of heating. We paid for gas cylinders for those uh, superstairs. Before that, we would have had the open fire. Nowadays, of course, Eamon Ryan wants to get rid of the open fire anyway, so we're heading towards getting rid of burning any type of fossil fuels. No one listens to Eamon Ryan, so I mean, that's, again, that's another silly example. Like, who cares what Eamon Ryan says? Well, Seriously, like, the last, I, only, I only tune into anything he says to get a laugh when he's telling you to, like, grow cabbage in your windowsill or wear a coat or... I don't know. Or slow down. Other, slow down. Yeah, slow down and uh, don't take a hot shower or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I do get quite a lot of entertainment out of his, his Twitter account as well. Uh, but in saying that, the point is, this is the way we heat ourselves. This, And we have become accustomed you know, to using electricity a lot more than we would have in the 70s and 80s. Well, and in the same way that people have become accustomed to driving instead of going places on horses, get accustomed to paying for your fuel and make it a priority. So, Carl, come on. You, I mean, you're a human being as well as a financial analyst. I am. Uh, I, yeah, I, but I, I mean, so you don't. Uh, you have a, yeah, you have an elderly mother. You wouldn't like to see her sitting there cold in her house because she didn't have the money to pay her bill. I'd pay her bill if I had to. Okay. Okay, so no, people uh, should chip like, in, families, members should chip uh, in. and look, We have a social welfare system. If you're at a point where you literally have to sit in the cold and freeze, social welfare should kick in. That's what it's for. But if the best contribution you can come up with is, well, sure, we have a social welfare system, but if you can't afford it, don't pay, and sure, you can't get cut off. That is literally, that, that is the most Sinn Féin thinking thing I've ever heard in my life, and it makes no sense. All right, all right, listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air. Carl Dieter, financial analyst, believes it's the most ridiculous notion he's ever heard. He believes it'll be abused. And unfortunately, as far as he's concerned, if you use the light, you use the heat, you've got to pay for it. Yes, it's expensive. He understands that because he's a financial analyst and hopefully things will get better in the future. It'll get worse before it gets better. But he believes that you should be cut off. And that's the end of it. And that'll kind of, otherwise, nobody should have nobody bother paying. And he's got a point to some degree. But do you think it's a good idea? And of course, Sinn Féin are calling for this uh, during the winter months that they want to, an out, basically to be outlawed that you cannot be cut off. Now, that doesn't mean you won't get to pay. So, for example, if you run up a bill of five or six hundred euro, uh, maybe you live on your own, you run up a bill during the, the winter months and you can't afford to pay it. It doesn't mean that, OK, we're not going to be able to cut you off but, and you don't have to pay. You will have to pay. You'll have to come to an arrangement to pay it with your electricity or your gas provider or oil provider that you can pay it, you know, over a period of time. In other words, you don't get away with not paying it. And if you don't do that, eventually, I suppose, you will be brought to court. But as Carl points out, you know, in this country, there is no real provision for that because people generally don't go to, pay, to jail for not paying a bill. So you'll probably get away with it. Uh, the number is 87 Do you agree or disagree with the Sinn Féin proposal, which will be debated today in the Dáil, which was a proposed ban on electricity and gas disconnections for the winter? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Robbie, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Robbie? How's it going? Uh, Robbie, do you agree with the, the notion of not cutting people off, this kind of, I suppose, socialist idea from Sinn Féin? And, you know, according to Carl Dieter, so what's the point of that? Then people just won't pay their bills. You have to pay for it if you use it. Oh, sure, look, that's the most Carl Dieter thing I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> you know. He <laughs> said it was but, the uh, most Sinn Féin thing he's yeah, ever heard know, in his I life. Know. I just, I just thrown that one back at him there, like, you know. But, um, yeah, Carl, Carl can say, oh, look, um, just cut everybody off, like, you know. And it's all well and good. If his mother was freezing, he'd pay the bill for her. Not everybody's in that position to do that either. Um, will will that sort of thing where Sinn Féin wants to do in general be abused? Of course it will. Everybody will try to abuse something in any way they can. But I think there needs to be some sort of mechanism put in. Because if you take that, as I said, the route, if you take that 
say, 75-year-old Ruth sitting in Galway in the middle of November, and she hasn't genuinely got the money, and she's a pensioner to pay for her electricity and gas bill. So we just torn her off, and it's tough. Like, you know. But it will be, yeah, but it will, he is right, it will be abused. Because do you remember the household yeah. charge came in before property tax? And yeah. uh, it was 150 quid or whatever it was, the house, whatever they called it, it the yeah. household charge, yeah. right? And there was this whole notion, so we talked about it on the air, what's going to happen if people pay, don't pay it? Nothing, right? So nobody yeah. actually really paid Well, a few people did stupidly pay it. I never yeah. paid it. Did you pay it? Yeah, I don't think so, no. No, no, I, I no. didn't pay it either. Nobody ever sent me a bill afterwards for it. So so the point is, if no, if there's no, I suppose, punishment, if you want to call it, use that word, uh, for not paying a bill, well, then people will abuse it, of course. Yeah, but if there's some sort of mechanism that needs to be put in place for that because we can't blank it, um, ban it, you know, but we also can't not have something in place for people who genuinely need that help during the winter time, you know? And, and unfortunately, a lot of them will be elderly people as well on top of that. I hope Carl listens to that one, mm. you know, because... No, um, I, no I understand what you're saying, and I would hate to see you know, somebody yeah, who couldn't afford to pay a bill with no electricity yeah, and gas. Exactly. Because, like, just say that um, Ruth, the 75-year-old woman in Galway, her output every week is €230, Euros and her pension is 220 You know, you've got a problem there, because that old woman's not going to be able to pay some of her bills. But she, yeah, but she gets a fuel allowance. She'll get a fuel allowance. She's paying. Yeah, but the fuel allowance went up by whatever it was, five euros. We all know how much. And remember, not everybody's on gas as well. Some people are on oil, and the prices of oil have gone through the roof as well. Mm-hmm. So that five euros that they got, an increase in the social welfare or in their pension, if you want to call it that, is not covering what is, what is there. Now, people can say, oh, that's their own fault. Is it their own fault for being a pensioner, working all their life, and then being stuck at home in the middle of November, freezing? I don't think so. So yes, the people that will abuse it, they, that's something that has to be worked on. But the people who are not going to abuse it, who genuinely need some help with a gas and electricity bill, I don't see where there's a problem that we have to help people who are in need like that. Well, it, yeah, I, but I, I understand that. And that's why we live in a society where we do try to, our best to help each other. But I mean, look, we've seen the actions of our politicians last night. Um, yeah, who who pretend to care about the people, yeah. but then yeah. vote in favour of an increase uh, by by way of a carbon tax starting this yeah. Sunday. So we're going to be paying a little bit more as and from this Sunday. Um, yeah. you know, now, Sinn Féin, of course, argued that they wanted to reduce by an average of 118 per year uh, on yeah. oil, oil prices and heating prices. Uh, they also obviously were in favour of the turf uh, ban as well, although Michal yeah. Martin says that he won't ban people from cutting turf and burning it in small rural and towns. I don't, yeah, know, it, I don't know whether I believe him or not. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe Yeah, but it just goes to show you the way the government thinks. So if you think the government are going to do something about it, uh, they're probably not going to do anything about it, realistically. Yeah, and the, the, annoying, the annoying thing about that is that the, the prices of all these things that have gone up by so much, how much of that is actually state tax? You know, government levy tax. Well, like a, well, much, well, a, much, well a lot of it is. Know. I mean, the government, don't, like, don't be fooled by the fact that the government pretend they care about you because when the government pretends to care about you and they say, oh gosh, isn't it terrible about the cost of living? For every extra euro uh, that, that is being charged to you every single week in relation to the cost of living, the government are making whatever, uh, 23% or if, you know, if it's a lower VAT rate, whatever it is, but there's VAT on everything. So they're making yeah. more money out of it as well. Of course, yeah. And the thing is that Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael can say what they want about the Greens, but you have to keep them happy as well. Because mm. if the Greens pull the plug and government, they're gone. They're going to go to the people and they're going to get the backside handed to them in the next elections. And they know that. Well, can so you, can you smell an election in the air, by the way? No, I can't because of that point I just made, I'd say. It's because um, the Greens have to be kept 
sweet, and the Greens know that they're going to get a mangling at the polls in the next election. So will Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. And that's what frightens the life out of that. Yeah. You know that Sinn Féin and somebody else is going to come into power. And the biggest worry for them is, it's not that, oh, look, Sinn Féin getting into power. The biggest worry is, what if Sinn Féin actually do something in power? That's their biggest worry, you know? And what if they're good? Well, I know, you know you're, you're, well, I know you're a bit of a Sinn Féin fan anyway, Robbie, I, aren't you? I, I, I would be saying to the left, and I would be voting that way. I'd never vote Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. I wouldn't be like that, you know. So, what are you, are you saying to me that Sinn Féin are the best of the bad bunch? Um, I mean, look at all, politi- all political <laughs> parties. I don't think there's any good bunch in them all. You know what I mean? But well, uh, yeah, the, our yeah. options are quite limited, really, aren't they? Uh, the same across but, the globe. Nobody's ever going to be happy. With okay, politics. so getting just getting back to this, just before I move on to some audio here that I have as well on WhatsApp, you don't, uh, you believe Carl is wrong, and you believe this is a good idea, and it will protect the most vulnerable. I think it's a good idea in general, yes, and I just don't agree with Carl saying don't like a blank. It's a bit, it's a bit, it is a bit of a socialist idea that you just don't um, you but that you don't penalise people for not paying bills. No, I mean, we, I mean, if I go back and I mentioned it at the start of the show, back in 2012, when Judge Elizabeth Dunn made it difficult for the banks to repossess homes during yeah, the the crisis at the, at the time, yeah. that then you know I suppose was a landmark ruling that has now made it very difficult for banks to repossess. In any other country in the world, if you didn't pay your mortgage for two or three months, your house would be repossessed. In Ireland, that can yeah, go on for the, years. But the thing is, though, I know of people as well who were genuinely in Absolutely. trouble with a mortgage yeah. back in the day, and now they're back on track. Uh, but there are people out there uh, during the last t- 10 years who strategically used that ruling not to pay their mortgage. Yes, there was. But also, there was people who got back on track as well and now are paying their mortgage and are in a much better position than they were, say, 10 years ago. You know, so there's two sides of the argument. The, w- the one side is that if we, we help the people who can be helped, it's great. But the other people who abuse and all that, we should be targeting them as well, you know? Well, if Carl Dieter had his way, we'd all be sitting around a warm fire and dancing at the crossroads. If he's paying for this, if he pays for it all. <laughs> Listen, thanks, Robbie. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Let's listen to the audio. I just have a question. If the, if When my mortgage will go up this year, as the central bank is saying that he will increase the, 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 the fee, can I don't pay my mortgage as well and stay over there? <laughs> well, if you don't pay your mortgage... I wouldn't advise anybody not to pay your mortgage, but the banks are quite slow to take houses off people. You'll get plenty of warning. It could go on for years. But you will still owe the money, by the way. It doesn't mean you don't owe the money. Of course you'll owe the money. You always will. You signed up to pay it back. You have to pay it back at some point. Or when your house is sold, the bank will get, eventually get their money back. Niall, hey, um, electricity getting cut off. I don't think electricity should be cut off. But in my car, yeah, it will be abused. But there should be a system in there where it shouldn't be abused. You know, you can't have people with no electricity in this country. You just can't. But you also can't get people to abuse it. And I don't agree with what he says. Yes, they should get cut off. How would his mother, father or siblings like to be left in the cold, like in no electricity? As I say, I don't want it to be cut off. But there has to be a system in place where it can't be abused. Cheers, pal. All right. Yeah, oh, no, I, I get that. I see. I think that's what Carl was suggesting, that there should be support services in place for those who are vulnerable. Uh, he believes, well, why aren't the support services there? Why are people getting into this situation? After all, we do have fuel allowance. Now, I know it doesn't cover the full cost sometimes. But I, I don't know what the average cost is and what you're paying. And are you finding it difficult? Because, of course, the average family now, your bill has probably gone up by 50% in the last year and a half. So are you finding it difficult to pay those essential bills? Now, an essential bill is not Netflix, 
by any stretch of the imagination or Spotify or any of those Sky TV is probably not considered an essential bill either you don't have to watch television you can watch television for free by the way if you want to watch RTE and the rest of them they're all free of charge um, so well when I say free you have to pay a television licence but in saying that your essential bills i.e. you know your fuel your heating your gas your light your heat I mean are you struggling to pay them and what are your bills like in comparison to say two years ago and let us know and uh, send us a WhatsApp on 087-188-0008. And also, do you agree with Sinn Féin? Carl Dieter, who's a financial analyst, certainly doesn't. And he believes there is um, certainly no incentive for people to pay bills if there's no punishment, i.e. you don't get cut off. Because that's what Sinn Féin's plan is for the winter, is that there will be a ban on cutting people off for their electricity or their heating or whatever it is. Let me know what you think. Is that a good idea to put a ban in place so people don't get cut off? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Alan, you're an Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Alan? Uh, how are you? How are you, Keith? Good, nice to talk to you. Now, you agree with Sinn Féin in relation to this proposed ban on electricity disconnections or gas disconnections? I do, I do indeed. But just before I say that, Noel, um, I just wanted to say again, well done to Classic Hits with the Make-A-Wish Foundation support. Brilliant. Great okay, cause. Absolutely, and we'll be talking about that a bit later as well. I do Brilliant. want to play another interview and hopefully we can raise as much money as we can before the yeah. end of the week, Alan. Please, God. Please, God. But, um, yeah, no, getting back to matters addressing this, yeah, definitely I would agree with... Um, I, I, listen, it is going to be abused by certain people. We do know that, but I... I agree with the last chap on, Rob, there. Like, there is people that, you know, genuinely can't afford to pay the utility bills. So, I mean, we but, don't want to... But, see I mean, if you're, if you're... Let me be clear, by the way. If you're in a situation where you can't pay your next bill or you know your next bill is coming and it's going to be a bit more than your budget will allow, I would encourage people to contact, you know, whoever it is your provider is and discuss it with them. They do have plans to help people pay, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so I, I know it's expensive. I, I'm not, you know, look, everybody is struggling at the moment when it comes to fuel bills. Uh, even putting diesel in your car is expensive nowadays. But they will talk to you. They will come to an arrangement with you. To get to a point where you don't pay the bill at all or can pay, you know, is a long way down the road. And I suppose what Carl is saying is, you know, unfortunately, you have to pay. No, I understand. Like, of course you have to pay. I mean, like, oh, oh, like you know, these are companies, these are businesses that run on profit and losses. Like, obviously you have to pay. But there is people in a situation, like, you know yourself, like, Ireland is becoming now so expensive to live Absolutely. in. Like, you know, Absolutely. It's, it really is. Like, I mean, you know, from petrol pump to utility bills. Yeah, I saw a one-bedroom apartment there. Was Somebody put up online there, a one-bedroom apartment in Dublin now. Uh, in a, now, it's a nice apartment. I wouldn't say it's the most exclusive-looking apartment I've ever seen. It's small enough. Uh, four grand. You know what I mean? Four grand. A month. Like, a month. <laughs> Like, seriously. Like, okay, you, you look now, at Now, it is on the south side, I give you that, but it's saying oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, it wanna be on the south side of the, the Riviera for me. I want to, I, I, absolutely, Monte you Carlo. Know, uh, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're that. We don't even have the infrastructure here that other cities can offer, like London and Paris or New York, you know, with metros and subways and stuff. But, like, we're, we're, we're charging prices on, on, in line and, and even more expensive than a lot of these places. So, yeah, like, I mean, if you're, like, I don't know who can afford to pay four grand a month for an apartment, like, but... Um, Somebody can, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you want to be on decent wage, but um, at the end of the day, like, yeah, there is there is times, like, and there is people struggling out there, you know, and I do, I do, I, I know exactly where I'm coming from to say to get in touch with some of the providers, but, I mean, if it gets to a point where, do I think somebody should be cut off, 
I don't think so. I right. mean, I, I, I agree with Carl in a sense, right? that we should have more supports for the more vulnerable. You know, and, and the, uh, the person, say, for example, that Sinn Féin referred to, uh, their spokesperson on Climate Action Communications and also uh, the TD, uh, Rhea de Cronin, spoke about a young a man, an, old, an elderly man who couldn't afford to pay his bills and got his power cut off, and she helped him to get it back again. Those supports should be available. That shouldn't happen. I completely no. agree. But in saying that, you can't just have a blanket piece of legislation to say that if you don't pay your bill during the winter, you won't be cut off. I just no. think that's wide open to abuse by the same individuals that abuse every part of the social welfare system. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. But then again, like, you know, you have to remember, like, we have to start, like, and I know this sounds bad and I don't want to come across, I don't know what way look coming across, but we, we we're putting a lot of things in place for people from the Ukraine, which I fully agree with, because what's happening there is heart-wrenching. And obviously, you know, nobody, sh- no nation should go through what they're going through. But again, did we cap off a number? No. Did we bury our head in the sand with this? Of course we did. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, and, I, I, and I, couldn't agree, I couldn't agree with so, you more. The numbers should I mean, have been capped. But, but it doesn't look good. It looks better to look after the people from, you know, the Ukraine on an international basis and, you know, worldwide media type of thing. You know, come here, we can do this. But you've got to look after your own as well. They're the people that's voting these people into power. Now, I wouldn't vote Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael because I don't... I, I would, I so who would you... Who, if there was an election tomorrow, who would you vote for? Oh, well, I've, not, I've, not, I've never voted anybody on Sinn Féin. You know? Oh, OK. So, All right, OK. That would be my party. No, I mean, you know, that's... I mean, there's... Uh, I, I know some people agree, some people don't agree. I don't agree with, you know, when Leo Varadkar was in power a couple of years ago, you know, when we had to, to talk about people looking for mortgages and he said you can just go to the Borrowing bank off your mom and daddy. Yes, yeah, yeah, your mom and daddy pay deposit. I have three kids, so if they want to roll up, you know, in a few years' time, they're not old enough to buy a house, but I might have about 200 grand sitting up in the locker. Like, just yeah, well, it's all right to make those comments when you're looking from your ivory tower down, really, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. So these some of these people aren't living in the, the world that, you know, people that are not able to pay their bills are living in. Do you understand? Okay, well, we'll stay there because Rachel disagrees with you. Uh, Rachel, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Rachel? How you doing? Uh, actually, no, I don't disagree. I totally agree with him every word he's saying. Okay, so you believe there should be a ban on people being disconnected? Both in vain now. But other than that, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, you know, it's a fierce struggle for people at the moment and I don't think the politicians realise how... How hard it is for people. They I clearly don't realise because they only voted again last night to increase it even more on Sunday. So they clearly un- don't understand. Unbelievable. I mean, I haven't had. I. I have. I'm a single parent with four kids. Single mother, I'm, four kids. That must be yeah, difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard. Um, now, I. I had a house. I had my house repossessed in 2015. After oh this. no! I'm so sorry after to hear that. Did, all the crap that happened in the recession. I lost my job. My partner lost his job. Our home for 12 years was gone, and we were left with absolutely nothing. I had to move into my parents' house. I'm in a private rented house now. I, I still have me. And did you have the four kids up. at the time when you were during the repossession? I had three at the time. Okay. I was pregnant with the four. Oh, um, gosh. That couldn't have been yeah, worse. It, it was it was bad time, and I, I'll, I'll agree. Um, uh, she was a surprise. I was 40, so it was a, a 40th birthday surprise. Anyway, nice uh, nice surprise, all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it is, it's very tough. I, like, I, I'm lucky. I, I have a good landlord. I've been in my house for five years. But, um, you know, my rent recently jumped up from 650 to 1000 I live in the Midlands. And I have to come up with the difference for that because I was already at the limit for the half that I get. And, um, 
So I have to come up with that 350 euro. That goes out with children's allowance every month. Yep. Um, which is supposed are to you be work, are you, Well, I don't think you'd be able to work if you have four kids. Mm. It'd be difficult enough, wouldn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, no more kids. My youngest is five now, and I've literally got her out to school this year, and I'm hoping to get back out and get some kind of work. Because yeah. yeah, of course. So you couldn't yeah. survive without it. You no. know, it's, it's just so little money. I don't have gas in my house. I have oil, and you can only you can't order small amounts of oil. So, you know, on, can I ask, can I ask, if it's not yeah. a personal question when you've okay. paid when you've paid all your bills every month? Uh, yeah. You know your gas, your electricity, your television, whatever it is, your your sky or whatever you're paying for, yeah. and all your bills. How much how much would you have left in your pocket? Like say for a night out to the cinema or to bring the kids say out bowling or swimming or something. How much have you got left? Nothing. <laughs> I, no. I'm not even being funny. Nothing like. Um, you know, sometimes like I'll try and squeeze. And now my mom lives down here, and she's very, very good to me and the kids. They're our only grandchildren. Um, so you know, sometimes I'll squeeze a cinema for them or whatever. It's, yeah. it's very, very. That must hard. be very difficult for you it's because I know hard. as a mom you want to give them everything they want. Of course, yeah. of course. And I mean, you know, they're they're grown kids. I mean, my eldest is doing it leaving there this year, and. Um, and my youngest, as I said, is only five. And yeah, they, and they get, get, I know the feeling, they get more expensive as they get older too, yeah. Absolutely. I need a new pair of runners, Ma. Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, and you know what, I'm so lucky with them. They don't ask for much, but yeah. I mean, they know I don't have it. But yeah, yeah it is. I don't want to piss them on about, sorry, excuse me, French, about my own situation. I just, you know, I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, I definitely don't think anyone should be put off their electricity. I've, I've had cold days in my house where I've had no heating and I've had my kids on the couch with duvets and what have you on them. And so why did you leave the heating off knowing that you, the, the bill is coming in soon? And yeah. Well, I have to fill my tank with oil. So yeah. once the oil is gone, it's gone. And unless you have another 300 quid to fill your tank, yeah. it's gone. And, and how, long, how long has your tank been... Uh, how long have you had it off for? How many... Like during, uh, during the, I'm talking about mainly during the winter months because you wouldn't be using it during the summer really much anyway, but apart no, from the water. No, no, yeah. um, no. Uh, it, it, in the, I don't put it on during the day when they're at school at all. I put it on in the morning for an hour or so and I put it on when they're coming home from school and then maybe an hour in the evening and I stretch it as long as I can. But like always by the time um, I have the money for it, it it's gone and I could be without it for a month before I can oh, get, no. it, get the money together again, you know. So you're sitting and, there watching telly with duvets, obvious. He well, thinks no, that you, yeah. you can ask social welfare. You can't. You've already had your fuel allowance. They won't give you anything else. Sorry, yeah. Alan, you're trying to say something there to Rachel. Go yeah, ahead. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, that lady's name, Rachel. Hey, Rachel, how are you? But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you, you, you're, you're there, you're struggling. And yeah. as you said yourself, some months you don't have, you, you know, you're counting coppers probably in your purse of what you have left. That's what I'm saying to you. These, these politicians don't live in the same world as us. I know no. I said there, they're putting up taxes again as of Sunday. That's what I'm saying to you. Like, you know, it, there has to be, like, I'm not saying, like, you know, obviously who I support, but, like, there has to be a fundamental change right across the board in this country. Things have to change because people cannot financially keep going the way they're going. It's impossible. I would love every TD who voted for the increase in heating charges from Sunday onwards and heating oil to live like Rachel for a week. Yes. And then yes. they would have a better on, and I say that with respect to you, Rachel. By the way, no, they, they couldn't do it. They couldn't they do would, it. They couldn't do it. Well, they then they would have. Well, I think they, then they would have a better respect and understanding of what they're voting for. Yeah, yeah but they, well, they live maybe, in a different world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, I mean, even like 
you know, I'm Jesus. I'm in my late forties, and having to go to my mother for lens is, you know, it's no, it's you shouldn't have to. Do you this. shouldn't have to yeah. do that. I'm nearly fifty years old, but sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm lucky. I have her. Is all I can say. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know we're, we're still relying on uh, the, the way society's gone in this country. Unfortunately, we're still relying on our parents when we're nearly, you know, when we are parents ourselves, and nearly yeah. getting to the stage where we could be grandparents ourselves. <laughs> and we're still yeah. relying on our own parents to financially help us in some sort of way because we—it's ju- just not. It's it, we just it's not sustainable to live in the country no. we're living in at the moment. I mean, I, I do understand no. what Carl Dieter was saying earlier on. I know Carl can be a bit straightforward about the whole thing, but I do yeah. understand what Carl was saying earlier on that you can't just you know have a blanket ban on you know not punishing people for paying bills. And I use the word punishing lightly, right? I wouldn't yeah. like to see Rachel being punished for not paying her bill. But it, but in saying that, maybe we could do more to support Rachel or do more to support the elderly people. Well, no, but by putting a blanket ban in, I just think it gets abused, Alan. You know what I mean? Well, no, yeah, in terms, terms of my electricity, I have a meter and I pay as I go. And, and I, that was probably the best thing I could have done there. Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just won't, I couldn't be without electricity. So that's So at least you I don't get a bill at the end of the month. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's expensive because you pay a daily charge to have your meter. So it costs me more. Yeah. But, um, it's it's worth it, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you have peace uh, of mind and you know you don't owe that money then, yeah. Absolutely, and you know... But it's like the I old was, days when my dad used to send me out, pull 50 pence in the meter, quick! Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. I go around with a card to the shop and I put a tenner on or a 20 or whatever. Do you remember that when you were a kid and you had the box out in the hall? And, yeah. you, and you'd be sitting watching the telly and all the lights and the telly go off and you'd be, yeah. your dad be shouting, has anyone got 50 pence? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, them coins could come back to I'm telling you now, they, they will. I tell you, I tell you, they might come in handy. Yeah. And yeah. then eventually my dad figured out how to take the box out. Do you remember you could slide the box out? That's so, right. So then you put the 50 pence in and catch it and put and it back in. Back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. The same 50 pence, it was war. It was, war. It was, it was about the size of a pipe and by the time <laughs> you were finished. Rachel, <laughs> Alan, it's been lovely talking to you both. Right, Rachel, the best right, of luck and I hope things right. work out and get better for you, all right? Uh, well, good luck with everything, bye Rachel. Bye. All the best. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye, bye. All right, okay. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 188 I'll play a few of your WhatsApp messages after the break. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 188 Stephen, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you, Stephen? Not too bad. How are you now? Good. Now, in relation to you know this idea of a blanket ban on cutting people off for not paying their bills during the winter period, because, well, we don't use it during the summer really much anyway. So is that a good idea? Uh, no, it's not a good idea. Okay. And for what reason? I'll tell you the reason why is. At the moment, I have a scenario, just say, for instance, that I'm off uh, injured with an operation I had on my arm. Okay. And I've been off work now just four weeks and I've been on injury pay. And okay. what has happened is there last week I got a letter from the social welfare saying that if I don't have any more information on my claim, I'll be cut off. So do they, do they want you to move from sickness benefit to, say, invalidity payments or something like that? Is no, that... It's, it's only a short term. But on the letter it says that I was randomly selected, right? Oh. Now, I pay little over €700 Euro tax per month as does my wife. That's literally €1,500 Euro coming out of one house, household per month. What I feel is they want me off that and they want me back to work so they can screw me, me as much as they can, but they're not willing to reciprocate back the other way. Well, so I mean, if, if you've been paying your taxes, that, if you're paying your taxes all your life and due to no fault of your own, you have to have a bit of surgery and you're out of work because obviously you can't use your arm or whatever it is, I don't see why there should be a, a limit to how much you can claim. Within reason, of course, it's only four weeks for God's sake. 
yeah, exactly. And, and then I rang them, and that was my argument back to them. And I actually said, how come after four weeks that I've been selected for review, and I know people that's been on this years, I'll be on welfare and for you don't years. get touched. And, and do you, I, I'm assuming you can go to a doctor and get a note to say that you're not fit to go back to work yet. Oh, I have. I've, I've army tears uh, crossed well, and army eyes. Well, then, what's that, that well then what's that problem? That's what I'm saying to you. So if they cut me off and I wasn't getting the 200 and something that they were giving me, how could I afford to pay any fuel bills? So it's a vicious well, I, hope, I hope they're not going to cut you. Have they threatened to cut you off? Yes, he said that if I didn't respond to them in 21 weeks and if they weren't oh, 21 weeks with the information that I gave them and they didn't mm. find it sufficient, they'd cut me off. Well, well, okay. Well, I'm assuming you can send them in a doctor's note. You know, it's only been four weeks saying that, you know, you're not still fit to go back to work and, and when you're fit and ready, you'll get a doctor's note to say that. I, I don't understand why they would want to cut you off. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, they within a reasonable period of time, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but like my thinking behind that is that they want me back ill. Paying taxes. Taxes as soon as I can because you know Probably. I'm a cash cow for taxes, Probably. and that's what I'm saying to you. I don't agree with that chat that was on earlier on that. You know what I mean? Like that financial advisor. The social welfare is a flawed system in this country. Oh, I think so. I think it's well, totally well, the, well, the problem with the social welfare system in any country, by the way, is a blunt instrument. In yeah. other words, it don't it doesn't really take very many personal circumstances into situ- into account. And, and you're right; there are individuals out there who are screwing the system for years, and nobody checks on them. But yet, you're out there, you're working your you know what's off, paying seven hundred with, with a month in tax. And the the first time you go to make a claim, they're on you like a, 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 a you know you know what to try and get their money back yeah. off you. So I, I understand it's the same that people talk about for the second the revenue commission. They'll go after the fellow who owes them three or four grand, but they won't go after the fellow who owes them three million because they know they'll never get it. They, exactly. they, have, a, they have a good chance of getting the three grand, but not the three million. So and, you're a soft target. Yeah, and then and that's my point. And I'd say that there's a lot more vulnerable people out there that may that actually need social welfare as well. Absolutely. Well, um, look, that that is one argument. And Carl did make the point that the social services system and the support system for people who are vulnerable and in dodgy situations should be better. But he doesn't agree with yeah, a blanket ban on disconnections. Yeah, it's. Uh, but, like, as you made the point earlier on, you turned around and says that if there was, you know what I mean? Like, if they just let people wave it and just let people do their own circumstances, you'd have the people that's out there who knows how to screw the system screwing it even more. Now, mm-hmm. there has to be some kind of legislation there that says, okay, we will help you out. And, like, I know there is help there, but if you're being out paying taxes for all your life, and they don't want to help you in regards to respect, and they know what's going on with the country. They just want the people that's out there earning money, who know who's cash cows, get out there, earn as much money as you can, and we don't care what your circumstances are. That's yeah, no, 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 and I do agree with what you're saying, and I'm sorry that you're in that situation. And I think better legislation that Sinn Féin could possibly look for would be for a code of conduct for the energy companies, whereby when people are finding it difficult, that they help them as much as possible to pay it back in increments, rather than saying, look, we're not going to cut you off altogether. You know what I mean? So there should be, a, similar to the code of conduct we have for banks and lending agencies and institutions, that there should be a code of conduct for the uh, energy companies, whereby... You know they, I mean, like I used to live in an apartment block where yeah. I knew this couple, and he was on minimum wage and he was every penny that he was getting was uh, going towards other bills and management fees and he was paying the management fees 25 euro a week all that he could pay but he still took that key you know what I mean like his keys off the gate for him you know what I mean to get in yeah. every time he was coming in the gate he had to ring someone else to run that's, that's what goes on in this country yeah, no, no, absolutely. The keys off the gate off. Well, look, I, I've always said it. What goes on in this country is the harder the work, the harder you work in this country, the worse you get penalised. That's always exactly. Been the way. Listen, Stephen, thanks very much, and I hope your arm gets better soon. By the way, what's wrong with your arm? What did you get surgery for? What was wrong? Uh, with it? it was a chip bone in the elbow. Oh, sounds painful.
Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I hope it. Rec- I hope you recover, make a full recovery, and get back to work and pay your taxes. <laughs> All right, Stephen. No, well, I hope they don't good job. They should. They shouldn't good job anyway. I hope not. Uh, once you have your doctor's note to say you're not fit to go back to work. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Ireland's classic.